Have you ever been part of a conversation where a story is being told or a conversation is actually towards another person, but uh, as you listen more closely, you figure actually they're talking about you or the subject of the conversation is actually directed towards you. I want us to look at an event in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ as we spend some time together and we are entitling this particular series, Three Audiences. Jesus speaks in an audience of a group of people and he addresses everything that he says to actually just three people. Please stay with me right here on Sidham Church Online. My name is Reverend Kwame Rubadiri. In the Gospel according to Luke chapter 7, right towards the end of the chapter, Jesus is invited to the home of a Pharisee. Now, this is interesting because uh, Pharisees, of course, were very opposed to what Jesus was doing and saying, especially because they felt it was aimed at them. And in this particular case, as he goes to this Pharisee's home for dinner, uh, a number of people show up, and I'm sure many of them were curious to hear what Jesus had to say to the Pharisee directly, but also the very fact that Jesus had accepted an invitation to go to the home of a Pharisee and have dinner with him. Well, as it turns out, other people learned about this particular event, and one of the people who showed up to the event was a woman of, let's say, uh, poor repute in the public. And this is what the Bible says, and I'll just read a couple of verses from verse 36 of chapter 7. One of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. And then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. And when the Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who was touching him and what kind of woman she is, and that she is a sinner. Now Jesus answered him and said, Simon, I have something to say to you. And Simon responded, tell me, teacher. Verse 41, two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Which of them would love him more? Now, the first person that Jesus addresses his uh, thoughts to or his conversation to is Simon, the Pharisee who is the owner of the home and who had invited him to this banquet. Now, of course, this woman, and most people would agree that she probably was a prostitute, someone of ill repute in the city, well known both to the Pharisee and perhaps even to the other guests who were at the dinner as well. But she doesn't create a scene. She begins to weep and she begins to wipe Jesus' uh, feet with her hair, drying up the tears that have, uh, have, have wet the feet of the Lord Jesus. And uh, she begins to pour this perfume on the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Simon doesn't verbalize what he thinks about what's taking place. And if Jesus was a self-respecting uh, rabbi or 
any uh, teacher of the law, he would not have allowed this woman to even put a hand on him uh, uh, because it would have been uh, an, the unclean thing to do. So he thinks to himself, and Jesus, of course, knowing what he's thinking, begins to engage him in this conversation and asks him a very simple question about, you know, if somebody owed 500 denarii, say $500, and another only uh, 50, and both of them were forgiven, which one would be more grateful? Which one would show the greater appreciation for this act of grace? And of course, Simon says, the one who owed more. Now, this is the first audience that Jesus is uh, speaking to. And he speaks to Simon in a very direct, a very detailed, and a very personal way. And most of us, uh, especially as believers, when going through this life, going through our desire to get to know the Lord and to grow in the knowledge of his purpose and of his will, we, we tend to look down on those who maybe not at the same level of spiritual growth as we are. We look down especially on those who are not yet believers, those who are not yet saved, uh, and, and those who have a reputation of having done terrible things. Uh, we, we, we write them off because we feel uh, well, they, they haven't accepted Christ, they haven't come to a place of repentance, uh, so we shouldn't have anything to do with them. We should leave them in their condemned state. And yet Jesus says, uh, this person who had sinned a great deal and was forgiven much, obviously had much more to be grateful for. The sad thing is that when we allow ourselves not to be compassionate to, towards those who as yet do not know the Lord Jesus Christ because we think that we have made it, we think that we have arrived. Um, the Lord wants to get our attention by reminding us that maybe not too long ago we were in that situation where we owed a lot, we had sinned, and He showed us grace, He showed us favor and forgiveness. And we should show the same level of, uh, of, of desire for forgiveness and reconciliation to those who have not yet come to know the Lord as Savior. When Jesus tends to speak to us, he, he goes to the very root of the subject. He goes to the very person, to the very nature of what it is that we may be struggling with. He doesn't let us off the hook. We may be doing well, we may be righteous, we may even be Pharisees, uh, but he doesn't let us off the hook to think that simply because we have been forgiven, um, some, maybe not as great or as many sins as the other person may have been forgiven, we still need to show some compassion to those who as yet have not yet come into the kingdom. Because it is only through the Lord Jesus Christ, it is only by His grace, it is only by His forgiveness that any of us can enter into the kingdom of God. God bless you.